This week, we have a bright, brilliant, fierce, fabulous, and dare I say, feral full moon in Leo coming to remind us to get loud, to unleash our roar. I'm going to talk about all of that and what it means for you and more. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, baddies. It's your girl, Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant, your high-vibe hype woman, your celestial strategist here to give you the 411 on WTF is happening out in the stars. Tuning in from a new location today. I hope my audio quality isn't too bad. I'm traveling and I try to pack light, travel light, and my big white lightning Stevie Nicks microphone did not fit in my carry-on. But I'm tuning in from the most Leo city of all time. I'm going to give you two seconds to guess what that would be. Okay. Did you say Miami? Because if so, you are correct. Miami has a, like, I, w- I was down here and I was like, wow, it's so funny to be down here for the full moon in Leo because I feel so full moon in Leo. I am wearing neon. I am wearing sequins. I am doing my hair is all big from the humidity. Everywhere you look, everyone is just in their Leo glory, right? Cut out, body con, everything, curves, makeup, everything on 1000. And so, of course, I had to pull the chart of Miami and Miami doesn't just have a Leo planet and a sun in Leo. Miami has a Leo stellium, all conjunct, sun, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, all on top of each other. How literal is that? I've never seen such a thing. If astrology is not real, then why does Miami have a Leo stellium? So yeah, just, you know, shout out to everyone, my my Florida baddies. I know it's like been intense for you, the politics and the freaking people who run shit down here. I'm sorry, but also what a great state in terms of the vibes, the energy, the culture, the food, the, just the people down here. Really, they are. They're like sunshine. They are vitamin C for my soul and vitamin D. So before I get into the full moon and Leo and all the sequins and sparkles that that has to hold for us, I do want to just take a moment to really drop in and address and send some love and send some just heart energy out to everyone, especially the baddies of color that listen here, right? Like my black and brown, especially women who listen. And I just, the leaders, I know a lot of you I'm in touch with. I'm learning from you constantly. Um, Some of you are my clients, my mentees. Some of you are my community members. Some of you I've never met, or maybe some of you are sending this love out to those people in your life. Maybe they're your sisters-in-laws, your coworkers, your partners. We just had another, obviously, not that we didn't, not that this has gone away. We had another ripping open of the wound last week. You know, we had all heard about perhaps the Tyree Nichols murder by the police in Memphis. But last week that footage was released and I did not watch it. I do not partake in watching that. I think it's disgusting and it's just feels really sick. And 
it's just not for me. And I, I don't condone anyone, especially my fellow white passing people, spreading that around, passing around. It only does harm. We know what happened. We know the situation. But I want to just say that it's one of those things. It's not surprising, unfortunately, because we have enough of these stories, but it's still heartbreaking and shocking and, and absolutely guts me to my core. I think that there is a reminder in that of how heinous and, and reckless and inhumane and violent that there is a call to recommit ourselves to, you know, the critical work that we've all been thinking about and, and really focused on and really present of mind that began well before 2020, but that in 2020 came to the collective conscious and conversation in a way we hadn't really seen before. And I just want to point out it is Aquarius season. Aquarius season is always going to be about a rebellion, a revolution, progress, we the people, upheaval. And we talked about last week that, you know, Sun and Saturn were coming together, really bringing up things from May of 2020. And Pluto and Aquarius, we're going to get a hint of it in March of this year. And then we're going to go full blown in 2024. That is going to bring concepts and themes and ideologies and issues and the fight and concepts that were brought up in May of 2020 are going to come rearing like a 4,000 miles per hour to the main stage. And that's going to be some of our central thesis statements and things that we're working on, bringing out of the shadows, evolving, deathing, rebirthing from there. So obviously, we all know May of 2020, again, the murder of George Floyd, the protests and everything that ensued from there. This month is just another reminder of that, that this work is far from over. And I just want to address, obviously, there's so many things to address, but on February 7th, right after this full moon, the Nichols family will be at the State of the Union address, and they're going to remind viewers of the people who are there, there's going to be a George Floyd Justice and Policing Act that wants to be pushed through Congress. So we're going to hold space for that. And I just saw a lot of commentary online, a lot of discourse about like, but the police officers were black. How could they be racist? How could this be about white supremacy? That's not how it works. Racism, white supremacy, these are institutional concepts. These are systemic issues, okay? I am not a leader. I am not an expert on this, but you can follow. I love people like I Heart Erica, Rachel Cargill. They do a lot of research, a lot of speaking on this. They talk about the intersection of racism in a lot of areas of life. Obviously, we all love Ibram X. Kendi uh, and his work, but I just want to say, just to address right here, race does not inform all politics, meaning you can be racist and be with many different skin colors, and institutions are where we hold racism because of the ways we're taught to train, to look at people, how we act, the consequences of what we're going to do. I heard Erica posted a, a quote uh, from James Baldwin on black cops and it really hit me. And I just wanted to address that that is not people saying that don't really understand how this all works. And we need to understand how this all works so we can break it down, burn it down and build anew. So I'm feeling that I'm feeling that call. I also just saw something online, Tyree Nichols and Brianna Taylor have the exact same birthday. And there's just something poignant about that that really hit me and made me sort of get really choked up. And I remember that Brianna Taylor was a Gemini because we did a birthday card campaign for her 
to raise some money and that Gemini energy of like, these deaths are awful and that they're so inhumane. I, I can't even put them to words, but also like we have to use our voice and we have to Gemini share the message and make sure that their deaths were not in vain. And I'm going to be looking to the black and brown leaders that I follow and I'm open to hearing suggestions and anyone that you'd like to have on the podcast or someone they think I should follow or support or amplify their message because it might have felt like there was a lot of, I can just, might have felt for some people like a distraction, like with that, this conversation about racism and white supremacy maybe hasn't been completely at the forefront, or we've done a lot of surface level, quote unquote, work on it during Saturn Aquarius. Companies putting out some nice posts, us having a certain languaging we're using. There's been a certain level of work, but it has felt a little bit surface level. Clearly, we see the institutions at the core are still very rotted. So we're going to expect, again, Pluto and Aquarius evolve or die, bitches. And Pluto and Aquarius does not want to see this anymore. It is going to tear down all the systems of white supremacy and really any bigotry or oppression that was built during Pluto and Capricorn the first time when the Declaration of Independence was signed. So I'm just putting that out there. Pluto doing its thing. We have Scorpio South Node releasing a lot of karma. I even saw the Memphis, I think, police unit was responsible for this. It's called like the Scorpion unit. I'm just going to leave it there, but I just want to invite us all. It's a hard subject sometimes to talk about because it's so vast, but I do encourage us all to read, to think, to share, to amplify, to support, to really look at, especially as we enter this Pluto and Aquarius time, how can I do something to contribute? to living in a more progressive, inclusive society. So anyway, I know that was a long rant starting off the pod. And again, it's full moon in Leo, but this is it, baby. Leo and Aquarius, that axis is about we the people, progress, Aquarius, and Leo is like, how can I follow my heart and show up in my own authentic leadership for the collective? And that's what that axis is truly about. So Virgo announcements, transitioning, from that, I officially did email all of my mentees, waitlist people, finally last week. That was, those retrogrades really had me set back. I think I'm still recovering. I, I don't think any of us are going to feel fully out of the retrogradiness until Mercury leaves Capricorn, which will be soon, and Mars leaves Gemini in March. I'm just warning you. It's like we're all piecing through. So if you had signed up for the waitlist and didn't get an email, please shoot me a DM or maybe better email me, maddie at cosmicrx.com just so we can get you on that that interview, because I probably won't be doing another round of these until, I don't know, the summer or the fall. That, and then another Virgo announcement I'm very excited for is we know February brings up a lot of concepts around love, around self-love. There's Valentine's Day, yes, but yeah, I think the transition from Aquarius into Pisces has us all in the feels, in the heart space. Venus is currently in Pisces. So we're going to be promoting a really great webinar I did last year, Manifest Your Partner, Find the One, Be the One. It's not your normal like love potion, quick like spiritual law of attraction workshop. I really like to share some of the principles and tools and methodologies and practices from a wide range, energetic, of course, but also um, having to do with neuroscience and just having to do with embodiment practices too, that have really helped myself and 
several of my friends and clients and family call in really aligned conscious partnership, but also prepare themselves to be in an aligned conscious partnership because manifesting your dream partner when you're not ready can just be one big self-sabotaging loop and a one big shadowy pit to work through all of your stuff with. So if you're interested in that, we'll put the link in the show notes. And then based on demand, we may or may not do a live option two in February. But that if you're like, hey, I want to get a jump start on that. I don't want to wait for it to go in- into a live one. Please click through that in the show notes. It's some powerful stuff, if I do say so myself. And I have actually had some DMs from people last year who went to the webinar. And I'm not saying they all got married from it, but maybe one of them did. But at least they had, my life wizard is making fun of me. (laughs) But a few of them had at least some really great positive changes in their dating life and their perspective and their outlook on it. So let's do it, baby. The time is now. North node Scorpio, North node Taurus, South node Scorpio, then moving into these Aries, Libras, Eclipses. Relationships have been the main theme and they will continue to be uh, well into 2024. Okay, Virgo announcements, done. Trying to get through them with my, my, goofy, my goofy Libra life wizard in the background. This happens when we record from a hotel room. <laughs> so if astrology isn't real, what are we looking at from the week been happening week behind us what's been going on in the pop culture and the main stage of world events and how does it reflect some of the astrology we're in okay so i had some things i wanted to cover from last week but a lot of you dm me about <laughs> curious about george santos so i was able to get my hand on what i think is his birth time and location birthday and location not time of course question I posed last week was like, how are we going to be able to trust this if we can't trust anything else? But I found this from a pretty reputable source who says that he was born on July 22nd, 1988 in New York, New York. And there's some interesting things that I saw in his chart. Probably obviously we talked about Sun and Leo. So I'm also expecting this full moon in Leo might also bring out some other news for him. A few things. He has a lot of his Jupiter in Gemini is in conjunct Neptune and his Jupiter sextile Mars is in conjunct also Pluto and Scorpio, which just these Neptune, Jupiter, Pluto placements in someone's chart are markers of like someone with a lot of ambition. But the Neptune in there is like illusion and delusion and deception involved. And he has these things called, um, he's actually two very wide, strong things called a yod in a chart. A yod is a finger of God, and it's pretty rare. I've definitely read for people who have it in their charts. If you have it in your chart, it doesn't mean you have to lie all the time. But a yod brings you some kind of like chaos or something that's hard to deal with a challenge in your life so you can grow and do something hopefully extraordinary with that. But it's really about you of how you respond to a challenge and how you deal with this tension. And it usually means that like one of the planets in that yod is going to have to do something that's kind of contrary and uncomfortable to the nature of its sign. So in this case, it'd be like Pluto, Neptune, like we have to unearth some things and tell the truth and, and be grounded in reality. 
the yad is a is a beautiful spiritual assignment of God. There's a, a lot of things you could do some research on it. A lot of people in the royal family have yads. Interestingly enough, Princess Diana, both of her boys, William and Harry, and I think Meghan Markle has two yads. But anyway, back to our boy Georgie Santos. So that was interesting. And then he has Venus and Gemini opposite. Uranus and Saturn in Sag. So that's just a lot of mutability and a lot of double talk and ability to change things and making wild claims and questionable tactics. I think all kind of speak to that. But the thing that I thought was just made me LOL and cackle was that he has his Mercury square Neptune. Mercury is talking, communications, perception. Neptune is deception, illusion. And Mercury square Neptune is when I always say like, I got a tattoo during Mercury square Neptune that did not work out for me. Mercury square Neptune last year, we saw a lot of the scammers, the spiritual scammers rise up on Instagram. So George Santos has that. And guess who else has that? Pause for guess. Yep. Donald Trump. So hello. And it's like so deceptive and delusional of a placement. There's almost this thing where I think in the chart, they like believe their own lies. It's like so flagrant. It's almost ridiculous. But I hope that George Santos in his yod, what he got to do for us, just like hopefully Trump is doing for us, is this catalyst for us being like, this is so crazy. We need to have a wake up call of like, as our political leaders have really gotten so far away from the truth, from honor, from decency, from integrity. Like, can we just use this as almost an example to to reset all of it? Hopefully, but maybe not. So anyway, that was the astrology. If astrology isn't real moment. Also, just before I recorded this, I saw that Tom Brady released a video in Miami uh, that he is retiring for real, for real. And I just thought that was interesting, not only because I was like, wow, we're like down the street from each other. But of course, he is a Leo. So we see the full moon in Leo coming up. It's going to be a lot about opposite Saturn, the last full moon in, in Leo opposite Saturn for a very long time, about endings and beginnings and and things that really like, again, especially around work coming to things into closure with that. So Tom Brady did it once. He decided to go back. I think it put a lot of strain on him and Giselle. And I said, if your wife is a witch, why would you doubt her if she's giving you advice? And then he did it again now. And the other thing that's interesting is he has his Mars in Gemini. So we know all too well from personal experience that Mars has been in Gemini since end of August, then went retrograde end of October to now to January 12th, having us rethink, redo something in that area of our life. And that is his natal placement. And then Mars will still be in Gemini till March. It's interesting that during that retrograde, he literally went back and probably struggled with this, re-examined it, his mind all over the place, rethinking and then Mars and Gemini, Mars goes direct and everything in Gemini, where you have Gemini in your chart, you might have to always do things twice or do things double, two things at once. My North Node in Gemini, I'm always juggling two businesses, two, two big things at once. But with his Mars and Gemini, he had to quite literally retire twice. So hopefully it's for real this time. Hopefully he can get back to whatever the next part of his life path where it wants to take him. And so that was it. That, those are some interesting things that happened last week and just how I see the astrology reflected. Join our community platform. Come over to Cosmic RX. You all been DMing me events, but sometimes I, I can't keep up with the DMs and I want to catch them in time for next week. And I've led the conversation around it. And some of you all are really budding astrologers, really, truly cosmic consultants in the making because you find some really fun, interesting patterns 
you dig up some interesting headlines that just speak so beautifully, so poetically to the astrology we're living in. So speaking of all of that and none of that at once, let's talk about the moon. We know we have a full moon on Sunday, but what's the moon up to before that? And how can we align with her rhythms and let her guide us uh, so we can best take care of our emotional self, our inner world? So on the day this podcast comes out, early in the morning, we have moon is in cancer, actually all day, moon's in cancer. So right before this full moon, we have a chance to come home to ourself. What does home feel like to you? How can you do something that makes you feel safe, makes you feel secure. Cancer moon, also ahead of this full moon, you're going to be feeling all the feels. So can you investigate those feelings? Can you let yourself feel them? Can you create a space for yourself to process, self-regulate, come into center before the full moon? That might be Friday night, maybe instead of going out in the town, maybe you're going to you know, spend some time lovingly caring for your home, taking a nice maybe candlelit yoga class, cooking yourself a yummy soup, watching a comfort movie from your childhood. Um, And then Cancer Moon, we're just going to look out for heading into this full moon weekend. Cancer Moon will be squaring Jupiter and Aries and Mercury, opposite Mercury and Capricorn. We just want to look out for exploding on anyone or we're having our emotions get the best of us, meaning that we kind of maybe take them out in the wrong person or feel like we're drowning in an ocean of emotion when really you're just meant to kind of float, wade, surf through it and know it's not going to be forever. Then we go into the Leo full moon and, you know, speaking of letting emotions teaching you things, letting emotions show you what's been going on below the surface and maybe what needs to be addressed or brought out. The Leo full moon will surely do that for all of us in some way. And Leo is always about the I, the me. Um, As we know, full moons happen in opposite signs. So the sun has been focused on Aquarian concepts, progress, forward motion, vision, looking at the higher level perspective of our year ahead and our lives in totality. But then the Leo full moon comes down and it's like, wait a minute, what about the here and now? What about, what do I need? What do I want? What do I need to express? And maybe what's the stuff that doesn't make sense to my head, to my more cerebral analytical part of me? But what does my heart want? What does my heart desire? And also, can I have some play and and joy and pleasure woven into that? So Leo full moon, I'll get into more of that during the planetary planning, but we will have the moon moves into Leo early Saturday morning. The full moon is exact at 1.28 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday the 5th. And then we will still have the Leo moon until 4.15 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. Then a Monday evening, we have the moon in Virgo. And that will go all through Tuesday, all through Wednesday. And that will carry us into the wee hours of Thursday morning. So we basically have a Virgo moon work week. That is a great time to analyze, to edit. What did the full moon show you about maybe where you need to reorganize something, where you need to get more efficient? Maybe the full moon's like back on some of your heart-centered plans, dreams, visions, and the Virgo moon's like, yeah, we got to edit. We got to get some systems in place. And what do I need to show up in that way? The Leo full moon might have showed you where do you need to get into your heart more? Where do you need to get into your body more? 
And the Virgo moon's like, let's make some rituals. Let's set up some appointments. Let's, let's go grocery shopping. Let's get the supplement game back in action. So Virgo moon, tending to yourself, your systems, to you. What do you need to show up with all of your full light and your full authentic brilliance? What do you need to do that to feel sovereign in that? And then we're just going to look out for Aquarius moon, Aquarius sun, Virgo moon is we're looking out for those days, the overthinking, the wringing of the hands, the anxiety, the self-criticism. Aquarius and Virgo are very similar signs to me. And my one teacher, Samuel Reynolds, talks about like Aquarius is winter Virgo. And I don't know where he came up with that, but I totally get it. And I agree. Me, I think they're just both signs that are really brilliant. They're both here to be of service. Virgo is more like maybe detail-oriented in the day-to-day. Aquarius is doing maybe the higher level visioning. But they're also signs that I think can be hard on themselves and the signs that can detach really easily, especially from their own needs or their own body. So I'm just going to give us a little warning to not do that those days. And then we end out Thursday afternoon, Libra moon. We love it. Aquarius sun, Libra moon. Lots of air, lots of good relationship energy for connecting, collaborating, harmonizing with others. So look at where that energy may bring you a new invitation to create something bigger than yourself with someone else or to maybe like have some quality time with people you love. And then we're just going to look out for, again, the anxiety. All that air in the chart can be really ungrounded. And we also don't want to be flaky. Sometimes the air energy can be really social, but have a little bit of a harder time with either follow through or again, managing their commitments. So just things to look out for. Okay. Who is ready to hear about this Leo full moon? What does it mean? What does it mean for us and how can we best work with it? Okay. So it's all going down February 5th, 1.26 PM Eastern standard time. The full moon is exact in 16 degrees Leo. So if you are Learning about your chart, you can look to where you have around 16 degrees of Leo, or just look at where you have Leo in your chart. This is where something's going to be coming into full bloom, full closure, completion, might have some ahas, full moons illuminate things, they bring things to the surface. And I'm thinking of the full moon in Leo as always this reminder that like joy is your birthright, creativity is your crown. You get to hold your head high, reclaim your seat on your throne, and connecting into themes like purpose, creativity, playfulness, love, fun, desire, childlike wonder, courage, leadership, optimism. Where do we need to lead with more sovereign self-love, regal radiance? Where do we need to have more aligned autonomy? That is what this full moon is going to remind us of. So the first thing I want you to do is we look back to six months ago. The full moon works in six month cycle. And oh my God, is this so real? I want you to look back at what were the seeds that were planting the themes that began during the new moon in Leo for reference, that is July 28th and see what are the things that started then, what has come to completion and what's something that may be coming full bloom. Um, You're enjoying the fruits of that now. Now this full moon is why I said it might be a little feral. I'm going to explain why. First of all, we have the full moon is forming a square to the north node in Taurus, which is all about up-leveling, right? Our worthiness. We've been in this since January of last year. We've experienced a lot about asking for more, not settling for crumbs, really changing our relationship to our value, to our values, 
to how we work, where we work, where we live. And then also with Uranus, who is the great disruptor, the planet of just complete chaos, upheaval, revolution, change, genius, strokes of genius, you know, eureka, light bulb moments. So really adding in some rebellious, unexpected, disruptive energy. There may be revelations coming to you under this full moon. There may be revolutions coming to you. And I just want you to trust that it's all helping you align even deeper into your path. It's opposite Saturn, of course. So there may be heaviness to clear. You might have to talk something out that's been on your heart. You may have to set a boundary. You may have to realize where, oop, I got off track and it's my responsibility now to get back to that. Or maybe you want to set up some sort of consistent container to dedicate yourself when it comes to your art, right? Uh, Full Moon Leo or, or to something to your creative expression. So yeah, this is a great time to finalize plans, tie up loose ends, do a heart healing, make time for play. I love an embodiment practice. To me, the Full Moon in Leo is such a time of embodiment all full moons are. But with the Leo, I would love like maybe dressing up as the you you want to be more of this year. Saturn asks us to like be the version of us now that we want to be in the future, create those systems. And full moon in Leo is like, I want to be a badder bitch. I want to be hotter. I want to be someone who shows up in your glow, in your shine. We talk about it with glamour magic, but truly never underestimate what just doing your hair, putting on some lip gloss, putting on a cute fit, what it does for the spirit. If you missed it, definitely check out this past Monday's episode with Ariel Brittany. She is a spiritual stylist. She combines confidence coaching, personal styling, and astrology. And I think for years, I talk about the podcast. I love fashion, getting dressed up when I was younger. I think somewhere along the way, it just became, I thought it was frivolous or not something to pursue that was going to you know, make any impact on the world, or I wasn't able to make money. I don't know, whatever it was, lots of shadow stuff around fashion, just scared of the industry probably as a whole. And then I kind of turned away and then almost went the other end and just didn't care what I wore for so long or just, I don't know. And I think it was, it, you know, with my businesses, with having certain opportunities to express myself, just began playing around more with my personal style and being seen. And I feel like the past few years have been really about like, less is more quality over quantity, experimenting with new fashions by using like rental programs, but then investing in really like key pieces that really feel like me, that make me feel really lit up and kind of breaking fashion rules, all that stuff, just in a way of understanding my identity, who I am. And that is what fashion and dressing up and doing our hair and makeup and beauty rituals and adornment, it's really about showing up and being seen, very Leo full moon. And it's also, as Ariel Brittany talked about, like, it's about claiming your higher self now. What I was just saying with Saturn, like, sometimes in the spiritual world, we're always looking forward, looking forward, right? Aquarius, what's next? What's next? What do I have to heal? What's coming down the pike? But instead of being like, hey, can I celebrate myself right now and claim that higher self energy through the way I look? Can I adorn myself? Can I show myself I am worth this? Can I go out and really share my light, share my sunshine with the world? So I'm going to recommend us doing that. And then it's also conjunct, sorry, it's not conjunct, but it's very close to Black Moon Lilith. In our Cosmic Boss training, we spent a lot of time talking about shadow and Black Moon Lilith this week. And Black Moon Lilith is essentially where we hold sacred, divine, feminine rage, um, where we hold our wildness, where we hold our raw sexuality, sensuality, and where we're really learning to come in right relationship with power, our power where we're not looking to be close to power as a way of settling 
for being powerful and where we're not like taking away someone else's power or manipulating them. Again, focusing on true authentic power, which is living in your truth, being wild, owning your desires, and owning that all emotions are sacred and good, but it is up to us to express them and to process them in healthy ways. So full moon in Leo with black moon Lilith in Leo might have us feeling a little feral, a little like wild, a little horny perhaps, a little hungry, a little hangry, a little on edge. And we might realize we've been giving our power away and we were going to snatch it right back. But I want you to do it in a way that's integrity. Okay. So thinking about all of that, I'm going to be sharing with my mentees some vision board tips because to me, like Aquarius season, if you haven't done your vision boards yet for the year, good for you, really not meant to. The new moon in Aquarius, we just started processing journaling about the vision board. And as one of our baddies, Catherine in our community was saying that she took Colette Baron reeds vision boarding workshop. And she's like, it was multiple days of just journaling, processing That is so important. A vision board is really going to work better when you put a lot of intention and emotion behind it. So for all of you who are interested in making vision boards, I'm just going to say that this full moon is a great time to do that. And this full moon is going to be a great time to really journal on the areas of life that you want to up level. Um, And I would set an intention for at least four areas of your life, right? Maybe it's like, self-development, work, love, money, or something like that. And then I want you to journal some big intentions, some plans. I want you to put an action step, one action step you can take behind each of those intentions, just to show the universe and Saturn we're fully on board. And then I want you to tune into how you want to feel with those intentions and goals. And I want you to then write the words that, and and I want you to think about how that feels, maybe color, texture, image-wise. And then find some images, right? Magazines, Pinterest, going through whatever multimedia experience you want to go through, find the images, find the words that really go with that. And then that vision board, it it just has a little bit more impact. Again, the full moon in Leo is a great time to bust out the crafting scissors, the glue, the glitter, the like pipe cleaners and make a vision board that feels really you, multidimensional, you, And a few tips that I also like to do for vision boards is putting yourself into an area of a life or a season. You can find great things online about, you know, bestseller lists or wedding announcements or college acceptance. Put your name on that, put on the vision board. And another tip, deep gratitude. Put some pictures and images of yourself where you already feel happy and free and fulfilled and abundant. Picture of a family gathering this year or a picture of you crossing a finish line in a marathon, God bless you, or just something where you're like, I want more of that. I already have that. I'm seeing the gratitude. I'm seeing also the possibility that I can already do that. It's already in me. And I just want more of that, more of those feelings. Pop that on your vision board, please. And then because the sun's in Aquarius, it's all about technology, Leo full moon being seen, share that shit on social. Tag us, the Cosmic Rx, tag us at I am Maddie Murphy. I will amplify, I will bless, I will just anoint those vision boards. I want to see what's going on. Have fun, make it beautiful, make your life beautiful, right? That's what's such a great reminder of the Leo full moon is that we get to live our life fueled by joy and pleasure and play, even when things are hard in the world. In fact, that's when we need more of that in a radical way. And then we also get to live our life like it's art, like it's a performance, And I'm going to say anything that comes up around the Leo full moon, I'm going to recommend to have a big healthy dose of B12, 
being able to laugh it off or find the joy in it or find the awe of the wonder in it, even if it's hard. And yeah, so love yourself, accept yourself, make some time, especially if you haven't had much this year, do something to light your inner child up this weekend, early into next week. And definitely I'm going to rattle off the themes per sign, per rising sign, so you can kind of understand what we're working with. So if you're also with Leo rising, so if you're a Leo rising, this is going to be a, a big new reset, authenticity, vibrancy, true self coming out, fresh starts, understanding your charisma, your magic, your leadership. If you're a Virgo rising, this is going to be a time of great spiritual healing, karmic closing, cutting of cords, letting go, rest, energy clearing. Libra rising, you might feel called into that long-term vision, finding more aligned community, people to help you collaborate with. You might be called to activism in some way. Scorpio rising, big culmination around career, purpose, public image, trusting your inner authority, being seen in your work in a whole new light. My Sag risings, this is about tapping into a higher truth. You might be called to go on an adventure, um, metaphorically, or an actual trip. Um, you're feeling yourself expanding past your perceived former limitations. Capricorn rising, this is all going to be about intimacy, sensuality, lifting of blocks, rebirth, transformation, going deep. Aquarius rising, love is in the air for you, love is in the cards. We're thinking about romance, sacred partnerships, conscious relationships, trust, and opportunities around all of that emerging. Pisces rising, this is all going to be about health, ritual, routine, support, finding things, yes, again, to support your well-being, to support you, a change in your day-to-day, hopefully a healthy one. And Aries rising, this is going to be about creativity, inner child, healing, um, opportunities for play, for being seen, for sharing your art, for dropping into new levels of worthiness. Taurus rising. This is going to be about changes, things coming full bloom around your home, living environment, um, maybe positive news for your family, changes to your security, stability, and just a new chapter for all of that beginning. Gemini rising. This is going to be about sharing your voice, pitching, publishing, writing, communicating, mindset shift, and again, really being called to me broadcast a message that's uniquely yours, also about teaching, learning, and school community oriented things, local community. And then last but certainly not least, because this is me, I am you, my fellow Cancer Risings. This is going to bring some sort of full circle culmination or opportunity around money, finances, resources, worthiness, self-value, uh, income streams, prosperity. So we love that for us. And that's for your rising, but you can also check for your sun for sure. But I always say check for your rising first. So that is the full moon in La La Leo. Let's get loud, Leo. We're reclaiming our roar. We're blasting Katy Perry. You're going to hear me roar. Maybe we're blasting some J-Lo because she is such the ultimate Leo in my mind. And we're all going to channel some Miami energy, right? To live in our embodied full moon in Leo expression. So I'm just sending you all lots of love. I'm sending you love out to the Aquarian energy for our communities, for our collective. May we really take steps towards progress, towards building a better world, towards shifting the paradigm. And I'm sending you all love on the Leo level to your hearts, to your inner child, to the part of you that deserves 
play and rest and creativity. And then, of course, wrapping all of both parts of that and you in stardust, cloaking you in so much love and just sending you full moon blessings for hot, juicy sex and big fat checks to come your way. Until next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.